Hello and welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast. I am Diana Lugoli, success and business coach, helping online entrepreneurs just like you to live their freedom lifestyle. I'm a multi-passionate mom of three beautiful daughters, an expat and HR specialist with masters under her belt. My holistic approach to business and my high vibe energy are my genius. And my mission is to show you that you too can be, do, and have whatever you desire. This will be jam-packed podcast and your daily dose of inspiration, motivation, and tangible tips on business strategy and mindset mastery. Each week, I will bring you a worldwide guest or I will give you my personal insights so that you can dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. Get ready to be fearless and create unstoppable success. Are you with me? Let's rock and roll. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone for another Fearless and Successful podcast. As always, I'm bringing you a global guest, Polia Rousine. Welcome. Hi. Hello, everybody. It's so great to have you. So, guys, I want to introduce you. Maybe you've seen Polia because we collaborated on some projects and we worked together. So, maybe you've seen her in my audience, but I really, I think it's the time where she up-leveled her inner and outer game so it's time for me to introduce this wonderful lady to you again so polia rosine currently living in stockholm uh in sweden and she is relationship strategist polia can you please give us some insights what do you do exactly and who do you serve Yes, of course. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate this. Um, I work with a lot of professionals, busy, busy, busy bees, and uh, quite many perfectionists who end up feeling stuck or unappreciated, either professionally or personally. Um, and they're trying different things and getting a bit of motivation, but are not really managing to push through and pursue their desires and their goals. So I help them to connect with themselves through the power of relationships and to really make the best professional connections and also personal connections to get further ahead in their career so they can feel more satisfaction, make more money, but also just enjoy life better. Oh my God, this is so awesome. So guys, you are really in for a treat. And to warm you up and to get a little bit about um, who is Polia, what does she likes, what does she values, I'm going, going to go with five icebreakers. These are like rapid uh, questions, which uh, requires rapid answers. Okay, are you ready, girl? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite food? Uh, woo! <laughs> uh, tofu at the moment, spicy tofu. Awesome. What is your favorite clothes? Favorite oh, dress. outfit? Dresses, of course. Dresses, dresses, yeah. dresses. Yeah. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> and red, red, red. <laughs> and red, yes. On the top, red dress is a polia uh, kind of uh, signature thing. So yeah. when you when you meet um, a red uh, a red woman, a woman in red dress with red lipstick, 
you can't miss her. Um, so what is, what is, what do you prefer, sport or art? Um, hmm, sports at the moment. Okay, what's your, what's your favorite sport? Uh, right now, running and dancing. So dancing, awesome. I think, comes first. Mm -hmm. Yes, passion. Uh, what is your favorite book or full time? Uh, the Love Attraction. Oh, this, oh my <laughs> God. Like, what is going on? Like, universe really? definitely telling me something. Like, I had, I, I do not kid you. I ha like I do not kid you, and you will see in like the in the interview. I had this morning. I had an interview with another killer lady, and she said mm -hmm. same thing. What are the odds? <laughs> exactly. Universe, what yeah. are you trying to say? Yes, <laughs> I think the universe uh, is trying to say that we are all living in abundance and attracting the right things right now. <laughs> Absolutely freaking yes. <laughs> yes. So what, the last one, um, and we will go from there uh, a little bit deeper. What do mm -hmm. you think that is your best skill or your best strength? I really am able to see where people are stuck and where they struggle and also to see their potential. I love noticing that. I think everybody has something super special about them. Everybody has something that they are uniquely good at. And I've become so good at spotting this and I managed to, to inspire people to really tap into that potential and put it into action now. Life is too precious to be wasting these kind of gifts, right? Oh, I love this. And let's go a little bit deeper. So what is it that exactly that you do when you see that spark, when you see that someone has this gift and they're playing small? So what is that your gift that you are helping them with? I, I really can tap into their internal drivers and also in their, their internal breaks because um, very often when somebody is stuck in a particular situation and playing small and not really tapping into their full potential, um, there is actually some kind of side benefit of it. And I know it sounds like mean, like, oh, what do you mean I'm in this bad position and I feel horrible and I feel useless and I feel stuck or afraid or anxious and you're telling me I'm gaining something from it. But yeah, there is some kind of gain. And, I, and I've become very good at spotting exactly what it is that you're getting from feeling the way you're feeling right now and how can we actually address this in a more constructive way so that instead of getting this benefit and staying stuck you can get even more benefits and move forward does that make sense Diana does it Absolutely. sound right yeah 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 uh, I want to go even deeper with this because Good. this is something that um, a lot of people don't actually realize because if you are taking the shortcuts and you're taking the excuses, um, right? It's something that you feel comfortable with, mm, right? Exactly. And you have the benefit. You feel, I will just feel stuck in here because I want to, right? But you exactly. actually don't know what's on the other side because you never mm. tested. Yeah, what exactly. You, I would get unstuck and we are... Also, well, we are like afraid of, of getting out there because we mm. don't know what is out there. We are just, you know what? I will be here because this benefits me. Because this, yeah, is this feels safe. Good. That's good. It yeah. feels it, safe, right? Yes, it feels so, safe. And then when I see that somebody is 
is staying in that position because they feel safe, then I know, okay, they have a need for safety. Now, how can mm-hmm. we get that in another way so they can move forward and still feel safe? Mm-hmm. This is my, my talent. And I absolutely love combining this with relationships because I firmly believe that the quality of your life, like the potential of, of everything that you can achieve is based on how good you are with your relationships. And I don't just mean relationships with others. I mean the relationship with yourself, right? Gotcha. This is where everything starts, okay? So I often talk about the triangle of life. And for me, this is the relationships you have with yourself, the relationship you have with your closed ones, so personal relationships, and the professional relationships. These are the three corners that I work with my clients on. And it all starts with you. So if you're stuck because you have a strong need to feel, to feel safe and secure, that's awesome. That's awesome. But how can we get you that in a different way? Or okay. if you feel so, miserable, yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can talk Go. about this sorry. forever. I'm like yeah, so yeah, yeah. passionate about this. <laughs> Absolutely, take it. Mm. Um, I, I, I just wanted to give another example because um, sometimes I meet people who just feel sad, you know, they, they, they've gotten into some, some uh, like a state of melancholy or um, sadness where they feel like this is it. I, I don't have another choice. I, I'm just stuck in this position and I'm going to feel like this miserable or I don't have enough talent. I don't have enough connections. I'm not brave enough. You know, this kind of negative um, feelings in terms of, of um sadness Um, this is often a sign of connection with yourself because if you think about it in those moments where you feel a little bit depressed you know um, a little bit melancholic sad miserable even this is a, a moment of vulnerability where you're really connecting with your inner self and what you actually need so this is where you're gaining from it okay now how can we get you that connection with yourself and still push you forward So what is it that you love? What makes you excited? How can you do more of it, right? This is what I love doing with my clients as a starting point. And then, of course, it comes to how can we get you the help? Because I don't believe that anybody achieves anything alone, correct? Amen. We all need to get support. We all need to talk to somebody. We all need to see other people doing these things. Uh, So how can we get you the professional connections? Um, And how can we we coach you to build rapport with people quickly so you can get all the support and help you need along the way? Why do you feel that people choose to be lonely in a place where there is so much abundance of people, of your mm. knowledge of support mm. of accountability of mm. like why do they saying yes to loneliness why do you mm. feel that this is this this is like coming up for, for so many people but like even if that's professional or personal why mm. one choose to be lonely this is a great question. I, I, I'm really glad you asked this. Um, it, it can be several reasons. Uh, one of it can be our upbringing, actually. And I don't want to go all like, you know, philosophical or psychological on you, but quite often we grow up with a lot of strong ideas about how things should be. Um, just the other day, I was speaking to a client who, who was going through um, a terrible time in her personal relationships, in her marriage. And, and she said, but I, I never saw my parents happy. I was never told that marriage is about being happy. That's not what it is about. It's about being a team and raising your children. 
Mm. Happiness is not a priority. And, and it was really like a, a um, groundbreaking moment when this happened because, well, I'm from Eastern Europe originally, and um, there's a big mentality around there that life isn't about being happy. <laughs> Let's face yeah. it. Life is about hustle. It's about struggle. It's about compromises. It's about sacrifices. And if you make a lot of money, something's wrong with you and, you know, these kind of things. And unfortunately, some of this stays with us as we are growing up. And I, I find that very often the reason why people decide to stay in a position where they don't feel happy, they don't feel satisfied or appreciated is because of some kind of... Um, like way of thinking and ideas that no longer serve them, which they're carrying from childhood. And another, um, another reason can be just um, the, 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 the known, right? The benefit of the known, which you, you explained very nicely, yeah. Diana, um, because there is a huge fear of unknown. It's, it's completely uh, biological. It's evolution, right? We, we, are, we have it in us to be afraid of what we don't know as a protection, as a self-preservation. So there is that element, of course. Um, and then there is there is there are people who just um, feel like they will not be able to do it. You know, it's more about self doubt. Mm. Maybe they have tried it and maybe they have failed. And I put quote unquote on failure, right? Because there's no failure, just feedback, correct? So maybe they have tried to do something and it didn't work out the, the, the way they wanted. So they keep on talking to themselves this negative talk that doesn't empower them and they don't see themselves as. Um, as a person who can achieve something more mm, and this is so good that you and went back to like the childhood stories mm. and um <clears throat> i want to ask you something if you agree on that actually like being lonely um is connected with our professional or personal um background <clears throat> in two ways mm. that, like our my story when I was a kid so I mm. found that I was a middle child so for me it was like I need to do everything alone right I need yeah. to study <laughs> alone I need to like with because I I was raised in a home with a lot of uh, physical and mental abuse <clears throat> mm. and I found myself really being in my own bubble study mm. reading mm. books um so i found that the loneliness was my comfort zone the loneliness mm. yeah. was something that mm. i felt safe in safe. the loneliness yeah. was something that i felt you know what no one can touch me when i'm alone i don't want mm. to be out there um mm. i was told that you need to be hidden right so what how i came with professionally and also personally i didn't bother to ask for help I didn't bother to bother anyone, right? Because I was mm. taught that doing alone is the way of making progress. But when I burn out, I burn out so, yeah. so much because mm. neither in business, neither in like work setting, if you are employed, um, you can't, you simply can't do it alone. And the, the worst part is that we women, particularly women, or moms, we think that we can run our households alone. We can't. Exactly. <laughs> some some women, including yeah. myself, they, like I thought, you know what? I will not bother my husband because I will explaining to him what he needs to do takes so much energy. I yeah. will do it alone. 
right? Yeah. And until you can I do realized, better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until I realized that he needs to also put his big pants on and uh, also contribute to this home. Yeah. Like in various, like we are here together. We can't raise our kids. We can't build our dream home if we are not together because one of us will fall short. Yeah. And it, it works that in professional and personal. What's your opinion on that? Why do we choose to, despite all help, not ask for help? Like, why do we choose <laughs> to duck, right? Yeah, this, I really appreciate you sharing this story because I, I mean, I can relate and I'm sure that many other women out there can relate to this, uh, growing up in that way or facing these challenges in, in a relationship, in, in a marriage where you realize you're, you're doing everything yourself practically and you're not even allowing the other person to step in and help. Um, and yes, one of the reasons is because of the way we were brought up. Um, another reason is because professionally especially not so much personally but professionally another reason for not asking for help is being afraid of the no being fear of rejection fear of failure is a big big reason why people don't step up and ask for help or try things mm. um just just the, the fear of hearing a no um, yeah. or failing short of what you plan to achieve so, so what that i have found is a good reason um and for this, I, I, um, I, work, I have a, a little um, formula that I use um, and, and it boils down to playing with the scenarios in your mind. What if, okay? So what if I do and what if this happens? What would I do next? So it's a WW formula, okay? Mm. So what if I do? What if I don't? What would I do then, right? So the, the more you explore what will happen the more you realize that it's not that scary actually because <laughs> even if you fail even if you get a no you can make this i mean just look back at your life you've achieved so many things you <laughs> like just raising children is already a huge achievement so you're gonna make this anyhow right fearless, so often fearless, fearless nation we have a fearless statement so this is the <laughs> fearless action for you guys ask yourself and you know that i love to talk about fears and really you know what fuck them this is the action stuff for you guys who feel that need to be stuck and don't ask for help so polia gave you gave you an excellent exercise i i can't emphasize the importance of this write down so what if i do what if i don't what happened yeah what, what will happen, happen? Mm -hmm. so guys i Polia, can you say this again so they hear you loud and clear what they need to do if they get stuck and they don't ask for help yeah so what if what would happen if i do what would happen if i don't what exactly. wouldn't happen if i do what wouldn't happen if i don't right so we look at it from both perspectives Mm. And then what would okay. you do? What if your, your, your nightmare scenario comes true? What would you do? Awesome. I love that. Because most of all, like if we, we said, we are afraid of unknown. When you put yeah. it on a paper, you can actually give it a name, right? Exactly. Then you see, oh, wait a second. It's not that scary, actually. Especially exactly. when you work through... What would, you, what would you do if you actually fall short, right? If you have mm. this kind of 
measures that you can that you, you know you're going to implement or help you can get then you can start to prepare for that so you feel much safer you probably never even need that safety net mm-hmm. but at least you can build it for yourself if that helps yeah i love that this is really really good okay oh this i love this um so tell me like <laughs> what would be so this was a huge tip in itself i know like this is really mm-hmm. like if people would just take uh, an action on this and really um reveal what is going on in their mind instead of in their heart um yeah. they would they would act so much more consciously so much more mindfully of where am i going why am i failing and all mm. this stuff so yeah. asking for help is a huge thing and i, I a lot of women uh, don't do that and i think that it's important that you know why not and what can happen if you do right yeah exactly and you know I, i i learned this the hard way because yes. i remember when i started in the corporate world um I could see there were these colleagues, there were two colleagues who started about the same time as me and their career just propelled through, you know, Mm. and I had moved, but not that much. And I started to wonder, Hey, listen, I'm competent. I'm capable. I'm doing really good work here. So why am I not getting these kind of promotions and opportunities? And then I noticed, hold on a second. I've, I've had the mentality that This is just work. It isn't personal. And I was never really working on my relationships, on my network at the office. I was just mm. focused on doing a good job. But oh, those people good. who succeeded, they put a lot more effort into building the right connections. Mm. And I know in, in my culture, this sounds like a bad thing, but it really isn't because people hire people. Think about it, Diana. If, if you're going to hire another person to help you with your business, and you have to choose between somebody you don't know and somebody you know wouldn't you go with the person or you already know well does depends <laughs> of course um, i would go with if the everything yeah. else is equal if everything yeah. else is equal yeah. right yeah of course um, we so i think that the known. the known like i think that yeah absolutely the known because um the known in terms of i know that they are there where i want to be or yeah. they can get me even if it's like in work like if you're employed if you mm-hmm. build connection without expecting uh, the outcome like thinking yeah. okay so how can i connect with this person um so we both can have like benefits in exactly. long term right yes so yeah. both of us um mm-hmm. so i think that but when it comes to really hiring people as like um I want to be coached. I want to be mentored by people who are there where I want to be. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think it's like, but when it comes to being employed, it's like connecting. Yeah, exactly. Connecting with people who are on that level that they know that, you know what, uh, we also want to, we know that the importance of connection is really like that takes us one step further. Uh, fast exactly yeah exactly and you know a lot of people when i talk to them about this especially if they they have similar or bringing to what i have you know where you have to do your job really good and, and work is just work you should never like share personal things in the office or get personal you know like be super professional and stuff like this especially people who, ha- who have been raised with that kind of mentality when i talk to them about building personal connections irrespective of whether they're running their own business if they're the ceo or just just you know 
in the beginning of their business or if they're in a, in a corporate career, irrespective of this, often the response is, no, but that sounds fake. Mm. It sounds fake. Like I'm just going to connect with that person because I know they can help me. Yeah. And that, that doesn't feel right. I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Nobody says that. What you said here was very good, Jana. Like connecting for the power, for, for the purpose of building a relationship is really important. I'm not saying have a targeted strategy, you know, how to get there, even though you, in, in a lot of cases you need to have a targeted strategy, right? Mm-hmm. But, but anybody you meet, the person on the elevator, the colleague next to you, can be the person who recommends you for your next job. Or the person who brings you in a new client or the oh. person that you help in some way. So anybody you know is, is a potential connection that you need to nurture. And my one tip that I give is always approach people with one question in mind. How can I make this person feel better? Right. How can I make this person feel better? I think anytime you get into that mental space and anytime you approach people in this way, you're going to be way better at building connections and rapport with people without expecting stuff in return, right? It will feel natural. So good. Because we are so attached into what is it for me, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Or I don't want to use that person. Like, you know, you have people who are very timid and very kind and... Yeah, I don't want to use that person. I mean, and, and, I, and I get it, but this isn't about using people. This is about he, people helping people. I'm happy if I can mm-hmm. help. So this, this is not using me. If you connect with me, that would be great, right? I wish that like so many people would hear what like, this is such an important yet like so simple step in like building new level of human, humanity. And I think that mm-hmm. Like people are so in their head and always thinking like, I need to gain something. We, I probably it's like something that new ways of marketing have, to, have taught us. You always need to have a goal in mind, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like really coming from a place, what, what I learned in a, this, this year, just like really what I want to reinforce what you said, having in mind that how can I, help how or how can i make this pe- person feeling better mm. uh, how can i actually like i'm coming from a place where i wake up in the morning and i say who is the next person that i'm going to help today every yeah. single day like and it doesn't matter if i help them like they're my clients or whatever where mm. even if i show with my post or whatever is there anyone just one person that I can help to feel better today. I think that's like when you wake up with that kind of gratitude and mission and humbleness, um, mm. the world would, would be so much better place for everyone. Yeah. I, yeah. That was I, it. I think so, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. How can I, I, I help you feel better? Mm, um, exactly. And to that extent, you will help my audience to feel better. Yeah, exactly. I want to give you just very simple example here um, for, for, for this in particular, and then just one quick example on the fear, just to make things very practical and hands-on. You know, Diana, we, we both like this, very down to earth, very keep it yeah. real, you know? <laughs> so 
um, I, I, I like to talk to my neighbors and I always take time. Like if I see them at the elevator or at the door, it doesn't matter if they're not in a hurry, I would take my time to just say a few words and see how they're feeling. And one of my neighbors that I've been, you know, just randomly chatting with, with absolutely zero agenda other than, you know, see how he is and, and if he can feel better. He just approached my partner and asked, what do I do? And when my partner told him what I, what I do, he said, oh, I want to invite her to be a speaker for my staff. And it turned out that he works in marketing, he has many people, and he wants to give them an inspirational seminar on relationships and, and building a good connection, good network. And that, that opportunity just came by because I took a little bit of time to, to, to teach up with somebody who I had absolutely no idea what, who he is or what he does. Oh, I love that. Like the, because it's like, we never know. That's like reinforcing again. You never exactly. know. This is what I mean. You absolutely never know. And if we, if we go back to the discussion on the fear, I had a client who um, was starting a business and got stuck pretty early into the business and approached me and said, listen, I'm so afraid of, of moving forward and contacting these stores that can distribute this product. So my business is like blocked before I had even started. And I want to know what's going on here. Okay. And then when we started to dig into what exactly is that is preventing her from doing it and what will happen if she if she fails what what will happen if she succeeds then it came down to the fact that she was so afraid of being super successful and not having enough time for her child she was a new mom she had a little baby two-year-old baby and it turned out that her mom was working quite a lot when when she was little and she was missing time with her mom so now it, this was kind of coming back to her you see what i mean diana like upbringing coming back with the feeling of fear and, and with the fear of failure but also fear of success mm, and absolutely. these things can really come in play together mm. and we, we work I think it was like only three sessions because people are so smart you know often it helps just to realize what it is and then she, in a few months she called me back and she said we're already expanding to three different countries I have distributors here and you know everything was just flowing for her Amazing. So it takes so little, right? It's, it's just unbelievable how powerful our mind is. It's like also like, I think that a lot of stuff where I felt that were like holding me back was actually my, my upbringing. And, you know, mm. we talk, some people don't even realize that they're like, stories that we are telling ourselves are actually we are reliving the stories that our parents told us when we were kids and yeah. this is like just like they're again just emphasizing we are emphasizing again what we've been taught but it's mm. absolutely necessary that we unprogram that old programs and all limiting beliefs like we need to reprogram our mind our computers our brain um so we can set us up for success whether that's in relation personal relationship or professional relationship um i think we have a lot of in common like these beliefs comes from our upbringing um a lot of people suffer from that like because let's face it the world is not like it was when we were kids right exactly <laughs> yes yeah and, and uh, like people are smart yeah like, people now exactly. are generally so smart but yes. they don't realize that there is underneath mm. <laughs> below the surface is something that is blocking them and they yeah. just need to be 
realize that that fear and i think that that exercise will help our people to identify that fear and identify that that just some some shape or form of excuse right so go back and what if i do what will happen if i do what will happen if i don't do and all this stuff you heard the lady we'll Mm -hmm. put it in the show notes do that exercise every time you feel stuck this will really help you but if you feel that okay so i need that extra support right i need that extra accountability i need that extra someone who will believe in me so please pull a chair a little bit what can people like uh where can people follow you where can people connect with you and what is there in store for them if they want to continue to be supported by you absolutely um, i'm happy to share and before that i would like to make a note here on that um, don't wait until you get stuck or don't wait until you really need the help. Do it already before. Get yourself a good network in place so that you can prevent things rather than treat them. Because like with disease, you know, prevention is so much easier than actually treating something. Um, so be smart. And I know that you are. Think about this ahead. Think about what kind of support would I need and how can I get it already now so that I don't need to fall down or get completely stuck. Does that sound right, Diana? Absolutely. I think that prevention before... um, The Swedish word is curative, right? Cure. Sorry, the, the, the Swedish, Swedish word? word is like we are curing something. Yeah, it's like prevent. Yes, exactly. Before, before, curing, before right? cu- yeah, before curing it. Exactly. So before treating the, it. Yeah. Mm. The cost of prevention is l- lower than the cost of curing of something. treatment. Yeah, exactly. And that's How what I say when. That's what I say when I see couples, you know, and especially women, female entrepreneurs who have a family, like, oh, yo, yo, hold on, work on your relationship, make sure that your partner has your back 100% because you're going to need to be strong at home first and foremost, right? Mm-hmm. That makes everything else much easier. All right. So how do you get in touch with me? Um, polyrezine.com. I absolutely love to get new requests for free discovery sessions. So you can just book a time, chat with me on the, on the phone. I will see what you're going through and give you some tips about how you can actually address that or discuss if you want to work with me. But in any case, I would love to connect with you. Uh, so if you're listening to this, if, if something strikes a chord with you and you feel like, oh, this thing that she said actually makes so much sense and I have experienced it or I'm going through it now, um, absolutely go to polarizing.com, book time with me. I would love to chat with you, hear your story and see how I can support you. Awesome. I love that. And I we will definitely put uh, social media links as well. Um, this was such a pleasure and such a fun. Uh, I had my breakthroughs. Hope that you guys uh, who are listening to this also get your aha moments and don't hesitate to connect with Polya. She's awesome. Thank you so much, Diana. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Go out there and conquer. Go out there and be, do, and have whatever you desire. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, gorgeous soul, for tuning into today's show. I appreciate you so much for sticking to the end. And if you found value, please make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. This means that you are supporting my fearless mission to impact millions and also making sure that this podcast reaches people who need to hear this. 
As a matter of fact, you could screenshot this episode and share your takeaways on EG Stories and I will personally give you a shout out there and send you a little thank you gift. How does that sound? And I hope to really see you there and until next time, dream big, plan for success and impact the world. Mwah!